Lamed Tesamed Aleph on the fifth line, the last word. Amar le Levi le Shmuel. So Levi said to Shmuel. Now Shmuel was known, I guess, um, as Arioch. Arioch could be, uh, you know, king-like uh, leader uh, figure. Um, this is what Levi said to him. Sapekli vana echol. Um, you uh, pick. Don't let me see. And therefore, for me, it'll be a suffix, what you picked. And uh, I'll eat it. And the uh, issue was Orla. So he's basically being very makel when it comes to uh, suffix Orla. Ravavya, the Rabba Bar Ravchanan, they used to do that for each other. Safku Sefuki Lahadadi. Each one of them would pick for the other, and the other wouldn't necessarily know what the first one picked, and that's how they would do it. Kama. Amri the Kharifi de Pumbadisa, the sharp ones, maybe Eifa and Avimi from uh, the Pumadisa area, um, they say, Ein Orla Bechutzlaretz. There is no such thing as the Den of Orla uh, when it comes to a stuff grown uh, outside of Israel. Okay, basically no Orla and Chutzlaretz. Shalcha Rav Yehuda Lekamei de Rebbe Yochanan. So Rav Yehuda uh, sent uh, that this is what uh, was being done. And he sent it to Rabbi Yochanan, who was the... Uh, Gadolador in Eretz Yisrael, Shalach Lei, um, Rabbi Yochanan responded with the following. Um, it's about a three-line uh, response. He says, Stoim Sveika, Ve'avad Vada'a, Ve'achrez al-Perusein Shetun in Geniza. Let's uh, translate that. Stoim Sveika. So Stoim Sveika is uh, be quiet, like don't publicize that the case of Suffolk would be okay. Like it's okay, but don't let people know that. The Avad Vada, and when it's Vadai stuff, make sure that that is destroyed. The Hachrezal Perusay and Shetun in Geniza, and announce that their fruit, that is Vada, that is for sure um, a problem, would have to be sort of buried away. Ain Arla Bakutsar, so if you're gonna say that this whole thing doesn't apply, Arla, if you're outside the land of Israel, Lo you should this is basically like a curse for somebody who try who, who he says is gonna claim that there's no Orla in Khutzars. He shouldn't have a Ninvenechad, like a, a grandchild, a great grandchild, like any descendants who's a Mashikhevel Bagarl Kalashem, who sets forth his uh, lot amongst the uh, congregation of the Lord. Okay, so he held very strongly that it was an issue. However, we saw right before um, Rav Yudas and Rav we saw the Chorivi de Bumbadisa who said, there's no such thing as Orla being an issue in Chutzaretz. So now the Gemara wants to know, Ve'inhu keman savrua, who do the Chorivi uh, de Bumbadisas hold like? Clearly not Rav Yochanan, who do they hold like? Well, Kiha Disani, they actually have a Brisa with which to rely on. The Gemara brings it now, a uh, quote of a Brisa, for four lines, it's actually three and a half lines of names, and then a shita. Here we go. Says the Brisa, Rabbi Elazar bar Rabbi Aimer, who said, Mishum Rabbi ben Dormaska, Shamar Mishum Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Shamar Mishum Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, Shamar Mishum, and I boxed here, Rabbi Elazar HaGadol, Ein Arla Bechutzar. There's no issue of Arla, of uh, produce, uh, fruit from trees in the first three years being Asr, and Chutzar doesn't apply at all. Okay, that's the brisa that the Charivi de Pumpadis says relied on. The Gemara asks, Velo? Question mark, comma. Really? Veha'anantnan? But, one second. Rabbi Eliezer Hagadol, who authored, apparently, the previous Shita, 
That's the same as Rabbi Eliezer. But our Mishnah said, here's a quote from our Mishnah, five words, I put it in right angles. Rabbi Eliezer, Aymer, Af HaChadash. So if you turn back a few Amudim to the top of Laman Zayin Amad Aleph, you had uh, the general rule, and then you had except for Orlan Kilayim. And Rabbi Eliezer said, also Chadash. Also what? In other words, not only Arla and Kilayim, but also Chadash, meaning like Kilayim would be an issue, and Arla would be an issue. So how could Rabbi Eliezer, Hagadol, who's the same as Rabbi Eliezer, say there's no Arla and Chutzaretz? And the Mishnah said, apparently, that there was. So the Gemara answers, Tini, you know what you should teach in the Mishnah? And it's interesting, we were dealing with this word af uh, originally when we saw it, but actually don't teach that Rebbe Lezer says also chadash, rather that he teaches chadash. In other words, just chadash. That's actually, I think, a new shot in Rebbe Lezer that he didn't agree with Orland, didn't agree with Kilayim, only chadash. Period. I'm Ravasi. I underlined Ravasi and circled Rebbe Yochanan. Arla, I squiggle underline Arla. So when you're dealing with fruit, uh, first three years of tree growth from um, fruit trees of the fruit, the chutzaretz is a halacha l'moysha misinai. Okay, that which is an issue, apparently it is an issue, and chutzaretz, halacha l'moysha misinai. I'm going to use the girsa of the gra over here, we'll take out the rabzera, amar le ravasi, so ravasi said that in the rabbi Yochanan. says rabbi I guess to rabbi Yochanan, v'hatanya, but don't we have a b'risa? And uh, the Bryce says, I uh, box it off, it goes just under a line. Suffolk, Arla, I squiggle under line again, Orla, so we're talking about Orla. Ba'aretz is Aser, but Besuria is Mutter. Now, if you're going to say that Vada and Chutzaretz is a halacha, how can we be so makel? How can we almost, as Rashi says, be mezalzel on a, a Suffolk in Surya to say that it's totally Mutter? Hmm. That was the issue that was posed by um, Ravasi to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan remains silent, almost like stifled for a long moment. Amrle, but he eventually responded, Rabbi Yochanan, that is, to Ravasi. Ema, well, you know what you'll have to say? Kach ne'emar. That that is part of Allah Hamashimisina. It's not like there's Allah Hamashimisina and then we derive from that what a case of Suffolk will be. Rather, Sveika, the part of Allah Hamashimisina is. Sveika mutter, that if it's a case of Suffolk and whatever the issue is, in this case it happens to be um, Arla in Chutzlaretz, it would be mutter. Whereas Vada, if you know for sure it's Arla of Chutzlaretz, it's Aser. Period. Amar Vasi, Amar Reb Yochanan, I circle Reb Yochanan's name again. Loikin al HaKilayim, I squeal on Kilayim. So we're not talking about Arla anymore, we're talking about Kilayim, uh, apparently like um, mixed uh, species when you're growing things. Um, so Malkus is given for Kilayim, this is in Chuzarts, um, Davar Taira. Okay, sounds like Daoraisa Isser for um, violating Kilayim. Okay, uh, the Gra here takes out the next six words and picks up with one line later, but don't we have, and it probably should say, uh, yeah, Mishnah and Orla, uh, three word quote, HaKilayim are. So how can it be that we're being told that someone who violates Kilayim will get Malchus because they violated a Daraisa? Um, the Tanakh source says Kilayim is only Midi Rabbanon. More answers, there's two types of Kilayim. Loikasha, colon. When we say Kilayim is Durabanon, that's Bekilei Ha Kerem. That's when you have, let's say, seeds that you're planting together, uh, grape seed, wheat seed, barley seed. 
Kamakan, when Rabbi Yochanan had said that, again, Malka is for it, that's a different type of kilayim. That's Beharkavas Ilan. That's where you take, let's say, the branch of one tree and graft it onto the base of another tree. Kedish Shmuel, like Shmuel said, Damar Shmuel, Pasuk in Vayikra, it says, Tishmairu. Okay, now, the Pasuk could have said, Ushmartem Eschukaisai. You should keep, y'all Jewish people keep, my chukim. But yet the order of the Pasuk was the opposite. It said, Eschukaisai, almost like the chuk was there first, Tishmairu. So because of that order, we darshan, we understand that Pasuk to be telling us, Chukim, Shechakakti Lecha Kvar. Um, that when Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Jewish people this uh, um, or this issue, it's something apparently that was quite ancient, actually all the way back maybe from Noyach. The Pasuk, when it says, Behemtecha loy sarbia kilayim, sadecha loy sizra, um, your animal, uh, you should not crossbreed um, with another type of animal, and your field, you shouldn't tizra. Now, what exactly is somebody doing in their field that, and this is a derais, this is a pasuk, that would be usr because of kilayim. Well, it has to be similar to crossbreeding uh, two animals. Ma behemtecha beharba'a. In other words, you take animal from this family and an animal from a different type and, and crossbreed them. Af the sadecha, what you'd be doing in your field that the Torah prohibits would be beharkava. In other words, taking a branch from one tree into the uh, base of another tree. Just like crossbreeding of animals is uh, forbidden anywhere in the world, outside of Israel, as well as inside of Israel. So too, by virtue of this hekish, your field, this issue has to be noyeg ben baaretz, ben bechutzaretz. Okay, ask the Gemara. But then what's with the Pasuk when it is describing this and it uses the word sadecha? your field, that's really yours. Now, the only thing that's really Jewish people's property, so to speak, is in Israel. It's, it's like unique for the Jewish people. Chutzaretz, we never got, now we might have bought Chutzaretz from Skeeter or from Tug or from Mohammed or whoever it might be, but um, it wasn't from Shemaim. When the Pasuk is telling you, Sadecha, your field, that would be your field in Israel. So should we not say that that's an issue? No, we won't. That which it says, Sadecha, is for a different purpose. Hahu lemeute zroim shebechutzaretz. The kilayim that we're talking about in chutzaretz is the daraisa, is grafting a branch of one tree onto the base of another tree. The kilay zroim, or kilay hakerem in chutzaretz, um, is going to be Daraisa, because the Pasuk uses the term Sadecha, your field. Okay. The way Rashi says it, uh, Rashi is right across from here. Hahula Mu'ute Yisroim, Dekile HaKerem, comes to be Memayi Yisroim, Dekile HaKerem, and Chutzaretz, Demishum Da'afke, Belashon Yisriya. Since it used the term planting, Kasav Sadecha, it has to be your field, meaning your field, only the field in Israel. Back in the Gemara, Rav Hanan and Rav Arnan. Or of Hanan and Anan, I guess uh, the Ches and the Ayin are both guttural. Havu Shakli Vaziborcha, they were walking along the road. Uh, and two incidents uh, happen as they're walking along. Number one, Chazu Allahu Gavra, they saw this uh, gentleman. He was planting um, seeds uh, together, uh, apparently like uh, forbidden uh, seeds. 
Amar lay, so one, I guess Rav Khan and Ravana, one said to the other, Nasi Mar Nishmate, why don't we uh, come, Moser, and uh, put this guy in Chairim? Uh, He's not keeping uh, the, the, the laws properly. Amar lay, said the other one back, Lo Chevrisu. It clearly is not clear to you the halachas of uh, Kilayim. That's uh, quite an insult, but might be true. Visu, I squeal in on the Visu, and further a second incident. Chazuola Hugavra. Um, they uh, saw a certain guy, Begufni. He was uh, planting uh, some wheat seeds with some barley seeds in an already existent uh, vineyard. Amarle, so uh, one of them said to the other, Nasi Marnishmate, the same type of approach. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's us, sir. That we should come in and put that uh, a fellow in Cherem. Amarle, Loi Tsaharisu. Clearly, the halachas of uh, kilayim you are not, not enlightened with, uh, like Noach was told to put a sohar in the table, which has a, a skylight, um, comma connector. Lo kaimalan karabiyoshia. Don't don't we hold like karabiyoshia? Uh, uh, da amar. What does karabiyoshia say? Adshi yizrachita usaira vechartsan. I triple underline the vav b'mpoilas yad that kilayim of seeds. A person isn't over the daraisa until they plant at the same time, like the same handful has to have wheat seeds and barley seeds and grape seeds. And this incident was in, a, in an already existent vineyard. And therefore, um, they're not violating the daraisa. Rav Yosef, who I circled, Me'arev Bizrini Vizara. He used to uh, mix different seeds and plant them, not in a vineyard, but uh, he would do that. It wasn't an issue. Amalei Abaye. Abaye, one of his star students, I circled Abaye, said to Rav Yosef, well, one second, how can you do that, Rav Yosef? We have a Mishnah, and we've seen this a number of times, uh, most recently, Lamed Chesabad Beis, 12 lines from the bottom, that says, Ha-Kilayim midivrei seifrim. The uh, Kilayim uh, issue is midirabanan. So, isn't what you're doing a problem with Kilayim? Amalei says back Rav Yosef to Abaye, Loikasha, there's two types of kilayim. There are mixed species in a vineyard, and then there's just mixed species. Khan, when the Mishnah said that we had quoted the kilayim medivisoy from a line ago, that's Bekilia Karim. That's when you're dealing with in a vineyard, and, and that is the Midirabananisar. Um, Khan, whereas what Rav Yosef was doing was Bekilia's Raim. That was with Kilai Zrayim, where there was no vineyard there and no grape seeds. That's a different issue. Colon, and now we'll go over the two. Kilai Hakerem, which I double underline, Debe Eretz Asurim Bahana. If you're in Israel, it's even Asur Bahana to get any benefit from. Bechutz Laaretz. Okay, we'll bump it down a level. Nami Gazribu Rabbana, that it should be at least Asur. Whereas, Kama Kilai Zrayim, I underline Kilai Zrayim. On the other hand, if what's going is not in a vineyard, but it just uh, mixed seeds, the Ba'aretz, Loyasri Bahana, in Israel, it's not that Asr, because you can actually get benefit from it. Then when you bump it down a level to Chutzar, it's Nami, like Azur Rabban, and the Rabbanan did not see fit to make it Asr. Period. Now that's uh, Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef seems to not have much of an issue, or that it wouldn't be a problem to plant different seeds. Uh, together in Chutzlaretz. Hadar, Amar of Yosef. I squiggle and the Hadar and underline Yosef's name again that actually it seems like Rav Yosef changed his opinion. Hadar, Amar of Yosef. Rav Yosef went back and said, Lav milsehi damri, that which I had said previously is not correct. Kama, why? Derav, 
who uh, was also in Chutzaretz, Zara Ginsa de Beirav, he planted some uh, vegetables, planted some seeds in the uh, garden for his uh, base medrash, Bishari, Mishari, in different uh, rows and sections. Now, why would he go through the hassle of uh, doing it in different sections? My timer, question mark, comma, lav mishum is not because eruv, eruvi, kilaim, because of a kilaim issue. And if he did it in separate sections, then it wouldn't uh, be a kilaim issue. But it does see, though, that kilai Israim uh, would be an issue in Chutzaretz. Amalai Abaye, and Lain Abaye, Abaye says back to Rav Yosef, well, maybe, but maybe not. All is well. If we would have been told that Rav planted Arba, that if there was a certain section of land, and if you had planted the seeds together, it would be Asras Kilaim. But he planted like the four corners of this section separately, and then one in the middle. So, <coughs> so it would clearly indicate the way he was planting it that he wanted to avoid a Kilaim issue. Elahacha, just because there were different garden sections with a different uh, vegetation, the only reason he did that could very well be was Mishum Noi, because it just looks nicer like that. Vi'inami, alternatively, for a more practical reason, Mishum Tircha de Shama He. So as to avoid um, unnecessarily hassle for, I guess, the guy who would bring in the vegetables from the, from the field, uh, the Shama would be the Shamish, uh, so as to avoid him having unnecessary um, work to do. Said the Mishnah, anyone who does one mitzvah may tevin lo, they do good to him, umarichin lo yamav, and they increase his days, and he inherits the land. Quite general, exactly what we're talking about. We'll explain the Gemara. May tevin lo, it sounds like uh, in this world, and nochalasaris, he inherits the land, like in the future, the Yolam Haba. Okay, vachol sheino isimitzvahachas. It doesn't say someone doesn't have Vera, but someone who does not do uh, one mitzvah, they do not do good to him, and they do not increase his days, and he does not inherit the land. We'll get a little bit specific as to uh, what we're talking about. Are we talking about reward in this world? Are we talking about reward in the next? Maybe in both. Uramini. We start by bringing a Tanaic source, which you might be familiar with. It goes for about four and a half lines, box it off. Goes until first word on the line. Five lines later is kulam. Here it is. Elu. I double end on the word elu. These are the dvarim shadam that a person ochel perosem by He eats the fruit in this world. Sounds like he gets benefit in this world. The hakaren kayamis loy loylam haba. But the principle is saved for him for the next world. Elu hein. Now here's the list. Ready? Keep it of aim. Honoring parents. Gemilus chasadim. Loving kindness. Doing chesed. The next two words are um, probably, preferably taken out. Hava'as shalom ben Adam lechaveroi, bringing peace between a man and his friend. And finally, Talmud Torah, keneged kulam. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Okay. Um, sounds like that list and only that list, those four things on the list, are the things that a person will get benefit in this world and also have schar in the next world. But yeah, the Mishnahs seem to indicate that that would be unqualified, meaning like on any mitzvah. So which one is it? Well, Amar Rav Yehuda, circle Rav Yehuda, he says, Hachi Ka'amar, that uh, actually um, we have to do Hachi Ka'amar on the Mishnah. And uh, once we restate to clarify the Mishnah, we'll see that uh, uh, there's no issue here. So said the uh, Rav Yehuda, do the Hachi Ka'amar, did right angles, and we... Uh, to two-line rereading of how we're supposed to understand 
the Mishnah. Kol ha'isem mitzvah achas. Any person who does uh, one mitzvah, yeseira al zechu yosef. I dot underlined um, more than his zechu So that when you weigh up his merits versus his sins, he's got more on the side of zechu on the side of merits. That type of person may even lie. They do good for him. And it's almost as though he has fulfilled the entire Torah. Okay, so it's when you do an additional one. The issue with that is, well, we did have the Tanakh source right at the beginning of the Gemara, and it sounded like uh, those uh, four things, those big four, keep it of aim, milus chasadim, havashal minu chaveru, talmud Torah, mechlal de hanach, those significant four, are we really saying that it's not if you're 50-50, even if you just do one? Rightfully, you could have like a million Averas and you do one Talmud Torah mitzvah, one Kippur Aveh mitzvah, Afilu Bechad Anami, that there would be uh, that that uh, a great benefit? Amarav Shmaya, no. Rav Shmaya explains. Loimar, the Mishnah was talking about when a person was 50-50 and then he had one more Zechus, that puts him over the edge, he's now majority uh, positive, and that's when it's very good. As opposed to the big four that we had mentioned, says Roshmaya, Shim Haisa Shekula. I don't know if you ever have this, but bottom line, if the person and everything he did is exactly equally weighed, 50% Zuhuyois, 50% Chayvois, um, and on the side of the good things that he did is, let's say, Kibbutz Aim Rabbeinu Chasadim, Machraas, even though in the end, it weighs in at 50%, 50%. If some of the 50% on the good side is one of those big four, it will decide, it will tip the balance in the favor of good. Period. So anyone who has like a little bit more, one mitzvah above on the good side, sounds like in, in this world, uh, really? Uremenu, but we have a Tanaic source, goes for five lines, and uh, seems to indicate otherwise. Actually, very much otherwise. Says this next source, if you have a person, kol shezichuyosav merubin, I underline zichuyosav merubin, any person that when you add it all up, his merits are greater, may avlinaysav, from his mistakes, may reinloy, really? Yeah, they do bad to him. V'doyme kemisha sarv kol it's almost as though it's like he's burned the entire Torah. In other words, like really bad things will happen to that type of person. Whereas, kama, v'chol shavan oisayin merubin, I underline oisayin merubin, mizuchay yosav. As opposed to a person who has more on the negative side, metiven loy, oh, they do good to him, v'doyme kemisha kim kol kul, and it's as though he's fulfilled the entire Torah, it would seem like, v'loy chisar oisachas vimena. Right, that's a big distinction. Sounds like if you have a little bit more good, everything is terrible. Whereas before we said if everything a little bit more good, everything is great. So Amar Abai, Abai explains that the metivin that we talked about is also in Olam Haba. In the original Mishnah, when it says someone who does mitzvah, which would mean one mitzvah to put him above, to have majority mitzvahs, the Meitivin Loy is not in this world. The Marichin Loy Yamav is in the next. They're both in Olam Haba. Masnisin, Da'avdin Loy Yam Tav, V'yam Bish. Says the, um, says the Rashi. The Rashi is across from here about six lines up. Masnisin, Dikatani Meitivin, and the next word we take out. 
What does that mean? So it says Rashi. Somebody who has a little bit more in the mitzvah's category. And I double underline. Majority good things. They fix what has to be fixed in that person in this world, the Yom Tov, which means they take care of all of his Averas in this world. And that's a, 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 essentially a preparation of the Yom Tov Lolamhaba for the like the final destination, which is Olam Haba, and it'll be all good over there. And similarly, Kol, and I underline Shavanoisav Merubin, if he's got more Averas, well, Diktani Meriinlai, you know what it means, Meriinlai? Hainu Davdinlai Hazmanas Yombish. They get him ready for really bad times to come in the next world. She Mishalmin Laishar Mitzvaisav, he gets paid back a reward for all of his good things. Khan, Leois Mitukanloi, Yoimra. So let's see that back in the um, Gemara, Amrabaye, Masnisen, very terse in the Gemara, Davdinlai, Yom Tav, Yom Bish. Essentially, a person who is basically good and did a few things problematic, he'll get his punishment for those problematic things in this world. And similarly, a person who's basically really bad, but did a few good things, he'll get his reward for those good things in this world. That's the Abai approach. Rava, who we also circled, Amar, Hamani, who is the um, author of the Tanaic source that we just read. It's actually a Shitas Yachid of Reb Yankif. I know Reb Yankif, Amar, his approach is Schar Mitzvah Malaika. There is no such thing as viewing the reward for a mitzvah as being able to come in this world. A mitzvah which, uh, uh, like, on its very essence, is of the highest level, can't be rewarded with, you know, a lollipop or a ice cream or a, a big bank account. Desanya, as we see in the following brisa. Following brisa goes to four, six, about ten lines. Starts here, authored by... You guessed it, Rabbi Yankiv. I box Rabbi Yankiv. Rabbi Yankiv, Oimer. There's no mitzvah in the entire Torah that has uh, written uh, right next to it what its reward is. That doesn't have something to do. In other words, wherever you're going to see a reward for a mitzvah, it also has something to do with taking place at a later time, past this world. It's And here's a few examples. It says, regarding a person who properly honors his parents, So as there'll be an increase in your days, and it'll be good for you. Sending the mother bird away before you take the baby birds. Or the eggs, ksiv, the Pasuk says, uh, also, leman yitav lach vaharach dayamim. So it'll be good for you and have long days. Now imagine this scenario given that information. If you had a, a person's father who told him, please, son, go up that ladder to the, um, you know, the tall building and bring me some of those baby birds. So that person, when he's doing this, apparently, he's fulfilling, honoring his parents. He's also doing the mitzvah of Shiloh HaKain, va'ala labira, and he goes up the ladder, v'shalach ha'sa'im, and sends away the mother bird, v'natla sabanim, and takes the either the uh, eggs or the little uh, chicks, u'bechazi rosa, as he's coming down the ladder, nafal, he falls off, u'meis, and dies. Heichan toivas yamav shelzeh, ve'heichan arichus yamav shelzeh, where in the world is this guy's increased days? He's dead. Where's his long life? He's dead. Ella, it must be Ella when the Pasuk says, three word quote, Leman Yitavlach, when the Pasuk says, so that it will be good for you. Yeah, good for you. You know where? La Oilam Shakulai Taif, to a world that's all good, meaning in Oilam Haba. 
And when the Pasuk says, that you'll have uh, long days, that's, in other words, the reward pun- that is promised is a reward in the next world. That's the end of the next source, and that is Shidus Reb Yankov, who holds that the scarf for a mitzvah in this world isn't uh, paid back, or certainly not mainly paid back in um, this world. Maybe not even paid back at all. The Gemara has a few dilmas. I vectored each one. I vectored this dilma. One line later, there's another dilma. I vectored it. And another line later, near the end of the line, there's another one. So three. The Gemara says, well, how could Rabbi Yaakov say this? Vidilma, lav, hachi, have. Like, you're making up a case of a father who tells a son to go do sh- uh, get some, some baby birds or some eggs, and the kid does the mitzvah and shulah hakein. Maybe it never happened. Um, well, no, no, no. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov actually saw it happen. Okay, so uh, he saw it actually happen. Ask the Gemara, though, Vidilma, but maybe. Here's another explanation, possibly. Maybe um, the son, when he was uh, doing this, uh, sending away the mother bird, and it's also honoring his father, maybe he was thinking about Avera at that time, thinking, thinking about that. Well, answers the Gemara, he could be thinking all he wants. Normally, we say, though, that there's different levels. Certainly, we have to be sensitive to what we're thinking about. But a mere thought to do something that is wrong, Hashem doesn't equate that and put them on the same level as the actual Misa. So, okay, you might be thinking about uh, something ra, but the Misa was good. Vedilma, I vector this Vedilma, Vedilma. Yeah, but maybe the bad thing he was thinking about doing was like the bad of the bad, the worst of the worst. Maybe he was thinking about... Um, uh, his uh, devotion to the idols. Uksi, even the Pasuk says regarding um, that, that that's the unique Avera, that even just thinking about it is um, a, 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 as tremendously problematic. Uksi, like the Pasuk says, the man's voice is based Israel, so the, the Jewish people um, will be chapt uh, belibam, just in their hearts, just in their thoughts, which is a Vodazora. Well, the Gemara answers, Ihu Nami. Rabbi Yaakov himself, that's what he was saying. Hachikamar, Isal Kadaitach, Schar Mitzvah, Behai Alma. He wanted to say there's no Schar for Mitzvah in this world. And therefore, his point is that if you want to say that there's a Schar for Mitzvah in this world, Amailoi Agin, Mitzvah Alei, why wouldn't the Mitzvah, the reward of it, have been to protect the person from such a thought, to prevent him from such a thought? So that um, not to be brought to have to come to. That type of thought. Now the Gemara continues questioning the Rabbi Yaakov Brisa, but a, a slightly different line of questioning. Veha, I put a triangle around this word veha, and one line later, five words before the end of the line is another veha. I triangled that. So uh, another question: Veha, Amar, um, Rabbi Lazar, Shluchei Mitzvah, Ein Nizoykin. Wasn't it Rabbi Lazar? who told us that those who are uh, going to do a mitzvah uh, never do anything that, that damages them. So uh, how could you say that this person fell off the ladder? Wasn't he a shluchei mitzvah? Well, that's true. However, hasam bali chasam shiny. Over there it's different because Rabbi Lazar says that, yeah, someone who's on their way to do a mitzvah won't be damaged. But this person had already done the mitzvah. He already sent the um Mother bird away. He already did the shiluach hakain, and therefore he was coming back from performing that which he had to perform. Ay, vaha, Rabbi Lazar. Another triangle in this vaha, but it wasn't Rabbi Lazar who said, 
like this is all encompassing, that shluchay mitzvah, a person who was sent to a mitzvah, ain't nizayken, won't have anything negative happen to him, lo b'halichasan, ve lo b'chazirasan, not on his going to do the mitzvah, or for that matter, on his way back from doing the mitzvah. So the Gemara explains that what was going on over there is that ladder was actually not a very secure and safe ladder. It was actually a sulam ra'u'a have. Like these days it would have been condemned, there'd be signs all over it, uh, it would have been impounded, but it, it was a very um, shaky, unsafe ladder, which put it into the category of the Kavia Hezeka, that it could have been assumed that damage uh, could very likely have happened, which indeed did. The Cholhecha de Kavia Hezeka, no matter what is going on, if the scenario a person puts himself in is one where damage could occur, Lo Samchin and Anisa, there, we're not allowed to rely on miracles to receive. We have an amazing pasuk where Hashem is speaking to Shmuel, telling Shmuel to go anoint David, and Shmuel says to Hashem, "That's right, to Hashem. How can I go? David is uh, is on the lookout, and he might kill me." Vayomer Shmuel, Eichelech. How can I go? Excuse me, um, um, to anoint David, and Shaul might kill him. Veshama Shaul v'Hargeni, which is unbelievable that Hashem tells Shmuel go anoint David, and Shmuel tells Hashem back, "I can't." Because Shaul is going to maybe kill me. What do you mean? Hashem, the Lord told you to go do it. Still, if there's a place in this world where it's Kaviyah Hezekah, you have to be much more careful. Amr of Yosef, Ilmale Darshe Acher, the famous Elisha ben Avuya, who was Rebbe Meir's uh, Rebbe, who unfortunately um, took a negative turn in his life when he was a little bit older, if only Acher had a darshan, the high crock, Rabbi Yankov bar Barte, like Rabbi Yaakov did. We had it in the Bryce about 20 lines ago. Apparently, Rabbi Yaakov was Acher's grandson, the uh, son of his daughter. If Acher had darshaned it that way, bottom line, that the reward for mitzvahs is not in this world, um, lo chata. He would not have uh, made that terrible mistake that he did. For Acher, my uh, what incident exactly did Acher witness which caused him to go off? Igadamri, we have two um, approaches, and with this we'll conclude. There are those who say, Kihai Gavnachas, they actually saw exactly this incident. He once saw a uh, father who told his son to go get him some, you know, some eggs or baby birds, and the son went up the ladder and on the way down uh, fell and was killed, or uh, seriously damaged. Igadamri, alternatively, another thing that uh, could have been the event that had Acher lose it and uh, give up his Judaism, Igadamri, Lishna, the Chaza, the tongue, this was at the time of uh, uh, the Romans, and they uh, killed, they, they murdered a whole slew of uh, the Jewish leadership, as well as Hamoinam, uh, the Lishna, which is actually the tongue, now Chutzusamaturgamon was the famous Maturgamon, he, he basically used his tongue to, to teach Torah, and uh, he actually saw the the physical tongue of chutzpah to have a garrule davracher um, that was being dragged through the streets by a pig. Amar, and uh, for Elisha ben Avuya, who became known as Acher, that was just too much. He said, The mouth which, which gave forth such pearls of wisdom should now be dragged through the dirt, literally like lick the dirt. Nafak. So he went out, he left his religion, and unfortunately sinned and became uh, Acher. Adkan.